0: Shock you. Renegade. Talk radio. Renegade. Enter your destination. Enter a destination. Destination. Welcome. Kramer Show Online. Ready for This is the unedited, not safe for work, Kramer Show Online. We say fuck a lot. Fuck, 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 fuck. What is going on here? The Kramer Show Online. The Kramer Show
1: what is going on renegade nation how are you my name is kramer follow on twitter at kramer radio k-r-a-m-e-r-r-a-d-i-o uh and find me on facebook and all that horse shit Listen, um, I've done two shows on renegadetalkradio.com, and um, someone sent me a message and said, hey, I caught the show uh, the other day, and uh, I was just wondering who you are. Who are you? And I was like, you know what? That's that's a good question. And, uh, you know, I didn't really take some time out to kind of explain who I am and You know what I'm about and all that stuff so I thought I would do a little bit today I was chatting online with uh the godfather um Richard today and uh, he said that he looked up and found my background from when I was on the air in Dallas so um let me go back I am 45 years old will be 46 years old this June Got into radio when I was 19 years old. Uh, I was a college dropout. And I got into this little tiny radio station in my hometown of Talladega, Alabama. Uh, That radio station was AM 1230 WNUZ. And it was top 40. And I told around, went around. I I moved to uh, Panama City Beach, Florida. And then... Uh, I moved back. I got fired. Moved back to Talladega. Worked there for a little while. Went to Gadsden, Alabama. Uh, eventually went to Huntsville, Alabama. Worked in top forty. Uh, and then, um, and then I got a a big job. I was uh, one night doing the show on WZYP in Huntsville and Mark Chase, who happened to work for clear channel was one of the big wigs. He was from Montgomery. And one night he was driving from Cincinnati back to Montgomery. And he caught my show and called me on the air one night. And, um, so here I am, this young DJ with, you know, I, I knew that that was what I wanted to do. I knew radio was what I wanted to do. And, uh, when I got the call from Mark Chase, I was like, this is not really Mark Chase. And uh, we had to have several conversations back and forth before I would believe that that was Mark Chase. And he said, We're thinking about uh, maybe putting you on in Tampa because Bubba the Love Sponge is going to be moving to our rock station to do mornings. So I flew down, got the job, and I went to Tampa. Uh, about a year in, uh this little kid calls me on the phone he goes, "Hey, what what is Hansen's telephone number?" I said it's 911-8372. See you later. Every kid in the city of Tampa Bay flooded the 911 um operation. People people with real emergencies if they had had one at that moment, well, they probably would have died. So I got fired, and then I got picked up and hired in Dallas at 97.1 The Eagle, um, which was a rock station in Dallas. It still is. So I took uh, a guy uh, who was actually one of our interns uh, at the time in Florida, and we became Kramer and Twitch, and um, went on to have a stellar career together, actually. But uh, in true Kramer fashion, and about four years in, <laughs> here's what you see, I, I'm I'm uh, stuck in the habit of only being able to talk for little minuscule moments. So let me relax here just a little bit, because I, I want to get this out of the way. I want to tell you about my past, who I am and where, why I am where I am now and all that. I want to get that out of the way. So that in the future, people that come here, can who the fuck is Kramer, so that I can direct them towards this show. So this is our moment of trying kind of getting to know each other. So um, Tony and I, Twitch and I, when we moved to Dallas, we were a very, we became a very in your face radio show. And here's how that happened. Um, the first two weeks that we were on the Eagle, uh, every time we would pick up the phone, I, I, somebody would, they'd, they'd be like, Hey, you two fat fucks. Why don't you get the fuck out of town? You fucking suck. You fucking die. I hope you fucking die tonight. You fucking fat fucking morons. Get the fuck off the Eagle every night. Phone after phone, after phone, after phone. Hey, you fat fox, get the fuck off the air. Thank you for calling. Hello, the Eagle. Hey, you fat fox, get off the fucking air. Thank you for calling. Eagle, hello, it's Kramer and Twitch. Yeah, you fucking suck. I, if, I, if I could, I'd come down there and shoot both of you in the fucking head, you fat fox. Every night. So every night, we would, uh, from the 15th floor, we'd get on the elevator the doors would close and I would look at our reflection and I would see two very sad people on that elevator. I said, you know, Tony, I said, tomorrow night when we go in, as soon as somebody calls up and says, hey, you fat fuck, I said, let's go right back at them and just see what happens. What do we have to lose? They hate us anyway. So let's just do that. And the moment we did that, It was like a button flicked on. It was amazing. Hey, you fat fucks, get the fuck. Hey, you know what? Fuck you, you stupid idiot motherfucker. You're the one that's taking time out of your day to call up the radio station and tell us we suck. Instead of just changing the channel, no, you wanted to call up and tell us we suck. So at least you're listening, loser. I mean, we would just go right back at him. So, um... I mean I'm not kidding you within about a month I, those the, the people that were calling the radio station would have killed for us I mean they were they loved it I mean it was amazing and over the course of 3 or 4 years we could not go anywhere without people knowing exactly who we were I mean you'd be sitting down in a restaurant you know when people come over and go hey you know hey, Kramer what's going on you know and I loved it it was fantastic oh, it was a great time So our ratings started going through the roof in Dallas, and they said, hey, we want to put you on other radio stations. And so we wound up, uh, we were on WMMS in Cleveland. While we were on the Eagle in Dallas, we were on the Nerve in Rochester. We were on uh, XTB in Tampa. We were uh, in Richmond, Virginia. We were in Austin. Uh, And then they said, well... We're going to promote you guys. We're going to send you to San Francisco and put you on KSJO. And you'll also be on in Dallas and Rochester and Cleveland, Tampa and all these other markets while you're there. And here's the amount of money we're going to pay you. And I was like, fuck, let's go. So Twitch and I go out to California and... The uh, the show did not. We did not get California, and California did not get us. And I say California, but what, what I really mean is northern part. You know, the Bay Area, San uh, San Jose, Santa Clara, San Francisco. I I did not like it at all. So, one afternoon, I'm I'm going to work, and uh, and I'm stopped at a red light, and mo- a motorcycle comes up. Uh, in the middle of the traffic to go, to go ahead. And I'm like, why do I keep seeing that? So I go on the air and I say, I, I keep seeing this. And eventually some, one of these guys is going to get hurt. It's terrible. I said, what we ought to do, <clears throat> you know, uh, is open up our car doors and whack a couple of them. And that'll, that'll show them. And then we all laughed and, and I, I, you know, I thought it was funny. I, of course I was joking, But the California folks did not understand that it was a joke. And in California, you can white line, meaning that you can go between cars. They have a law that says you can do that because a motorcycle has a smaller engine. And if they sit in traffic a long time, it may overheat. So to avoid that, they let you go up to the front in California. I don't know if it's still that way, but it was when I was there. So... uh. After that, uh, we got suspended for two weeks. Um, we had death threats for months. And uh, there were biker gangs parked out in the um, parking lot of the radio station every other day, throwing smoke bombs and uh, throwing knives at trees and all kinds of stuff. So that eventually led to us getting let go from ksjo in san francisco so they were going to send us back to dallas but they were going to uh reduce our pay by tens of thousands of dollars so we're angry all right so at this point we're sucking up our pride we're going back to dallas we go back to dallas and we're angry and we're on the air uh at some point and I said, you know, I, let's let's make some people talk tonight. What can we do to really make people talk? And so we talked about it. And I said, why don't let's say someone died? And uh, Tony said, yeah. What about uh, James Hetfield? And I said, nah. If we if we say that about Metallica and they find out that it's not true, they'll take our lives. Our afternoon guy had a picture of Britney Spears at the time up near the uh, console, and I look at it, and I go, dude, Britney Spears. So we make up this contrived news story about Britney Spears having died. Uh, she was in the car with Justin Timberlake. Uh, they were in LA. They crashed. Um, Britney died. Justin was in a coma. <clears throat> so i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a quick break, and I'm going to Uh, tell you about the reaction of that particular instant. It's mind blowing. Do that next, Renegade Nation. Stand by. In a world where
0: podcasts are a dime a dozen. Sometimes a voice cuts through the clutter. The best of the best come out on top. No no bosses, no limitations and no pants. Dude, you're going to need to cover that up. Is that a bullet wound? This is the Kramer show. Hello? Hello? Hello?
2: Hello? Yeah, hello. 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 Yes.
3: Hello. 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 Yes, I'm calling about the ad in the advertiser. Yes. In the advertiser, yes. Yes. Uh What would you? What, what? are you calling on? I'm calling about the ad that you had in the advertiser. Uh, what was the ad I had? You had the ad for the sofa bed. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I had. Uh,
2: it's sold.
3: Yes okay uh, uh-huh. yes how much is it it was sixty dollars and i sold it yes uh-huh. okay when should i come to pick it up uh it's
2: already sold
3: yes i know but i'm the one who was going to buy it <laughs> uh,
2: no you can't buy it because i've
3: already i've sold it to somebody else no i want to buy in sofa bed for sixty dollars that's the good price
2: it has been sold. Somebody has already bought it.
3: Okay. Well, uh, I want to buy it.
2: You can't buy it when I've already sold it. Why not? It's sold.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll take it.
2: It's sold. I can't sell it to you because it's
3: sold. Why not? It's sold. It's already
2: sold.
3: I don't care if it's already sold. I, I want to sell for better for $60. You put the ad in the advertiser. And I've already... Somebody else has
2: bought it. No, I... How no. can you buy? How can I sell it to two people?
3: I can't sell it to two people. That's not fair for you to do because you put the ad in there.
2: And I'm have that it. it's just not, I didn't put that ad in there just for you. I put it in there for anybody
3: that wanted and the first person to come by, I sold it to them. Yes, and I'm the person who wants it. I, well, you're too late. No, no, don't tell me that because you put the ad in there. I read the ad and I called and I want to buy it.
2: I, I, I Told you is you can't. I can't sell. I don't have the one, and it's sold.
3: I know, and I'm the one who wants to buy it. <laughs> Sixty dollars—that's a good
0: deal. Blunt. <laughs> Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. <laughs> it isn't politically correct. It's just correct. Correct. Kramer Show. Kramer
1: Show. The
0: Kramer Show.
1: Renegade Nation, hello. Uh, It's Kramer. I'm going over um, myself. You know, I realized I did two shows uh, and didn't say anything about who I was and just, you know, went for it. And I thought, okay, well, let's do a show where I kind of explain um, who I am, where I'm from. Uh, career-wise where where I was, all that stuff. So I'm up to the point um, where my partner in Dallas on the Eagle and I concocted a story about Britney Spears and said that uh, she died and that Justin Timberlake was was in a um, uh, coma. So I I wanted to make sure i clarify that we did call our program director at the time whose name was Dwayne doherty and we we ran the idea by him and he did give us permission to do this so we go in the air we do that uh make this news story up and then within moments we our hotline and during, you know, at the radio station starts ringing. We have a hotline, you know, radio stations have hotlines where it's a it's a light that, that goes off or it's a real loud sound or something like that. And it's a it's a phone call. You better take. Right. So uh, over the course of the next hour, uh, NBC from Miami is on the phone. Uh, ABC in New York is on the phone. Uh, we eventually got a call from the BBC. We start getting phone calls from all these. Uh, and I'm starting to freak out. And I'm like, okay, this is serious. This, I mean, th- th- this is beyond our control now at this point. You know, how in the hell are we going to handle this? So we get off the air. Uh, we were doing the night show. So we get off the air about 10 o'clock. Uh, go out, do our thing. The next morning uh, the shows, my, my sports guy, Eric calls me and he goes, Hey, I just drove by the radio station and there are all these vans out there with satellites and antennas up. And I was like, that's weird. Um, uh, am I'm sure that doesn't have anything to do with what we did, but that's odd. So I sit down at this moment. I had moved back in, um, I had moved back to Dallas and I wound up living with my girlfriend, who is now my wife, uh, and I'm in her apartment. I wake up, hear that from Eric, and then I go to get something to eat. And on my way to get something to eat, I hear Howard Stern talking about Creamer and Twitch. I heard our name on a show, and I was like, what the hell? And he starts talking about how uh, these guys in Dallas concocted up this route. I'm like, oh, my God. So, I, so I'm really freaking out. I get what I'm eating. I go home to her apartment. I sit down in front of the TV and I have CNN on and I see the names Kramer and Twitch scrolling at the bottom. I'm like, oh, my God. Then the anchor says, when we get back, we'll tell you about two disc jockeys in Dallas, Texas, who falsely reported that Britney Spears had died in a car crash in Los Angeles. So they get back. She's the CNN starts doing this story. They're interviewing people all over Dallas. They have teenagers that are crying. I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Oh my God, this is fucking crazy." So we uh, we we wound up getting suspended, and then we wound up getting fired, and we knew we were going to be fired. Um. But I I have never seen anything to equal. Somehow my cell phone number got out there, and I started getting phone calls. Um, we had an agent, his name was Norm Schrutt, based out of Atlanta, and he used to be the president of CBS. And uh, boy was he pissed at me. But he said, "Do not do any interviews. No matter who calls you, you're not going to talk to anybody." So I'd be sitting sitting in a bar at night, hanging out with my buddies. And my phone was constantly ringing. Every other one would be a radio station interested in the show. <laughs> I was like, this is fucked up. You know, I, we, I get fired. And now here, everybody wants to talk to me about, you know, working for them. You know, before that, you know, I, it, it's, very, it's, a very, it's a very complicated, very odd business to begin with. So these two guys call us from Detroit. And they say, I tell you what, uh, we're not even going to f- make you guys fly to us. We're going to fly to you. And uh, I was like, okay, fine. So the next day, these guys, you know, from, from Detroit fly in. As nice as they could be, they uh, were representing a uh, FM talk station in Detroit. So then, uh, then we went to Detroit and... Um, did well, had fantastic ratings as we always did. And when I say fantastic, I mean our ratings fucking rocked. Uh so then we went from Detroit uh to Orlando. They they promoted us within the company and they gave us a morning show, which is what we had always wanted. Uh morning show in Orlando. And after about 6 to 8 months um the um who was it it was um yeah clear channel we, we worked for cbs and clear channel fired howard stern and i was like well there's not a chance that they're not going to put him on uh here so again we went through that so i eventually went, when we were in florida i said uh, i'm out i'm done uh, you know, I don't even, I don't even want, I don't, not only do I not want to do this show, I don't even know if I want to be in radio anymore. So I packed up, uh, I just had a baby. We just had our son. Uh, and I was, I was as, I was as burnt out as you could even fathom. And, uh, I moved back to Alabama and moved back, uh, to be around my family for a little while. Uh, and eventually went on, I got back in the business Went to Little Rock uh, to do talk. Went to St. Louis to do talk. Um, went to Illinois to do talk. And now I do a rock radio show on a couple of radio stations in the Ohio area. I am based in Toledo. Uh, my wife is the girlfriend that I talked about in the story. And my son, his name is Cash. He is 11 years old. Um, so when I got fired in Illinois about a year and a half ago, I, um, you know, I, I, I did some podcasting and I did some online shows and I loved it. I loved the freedom of it and loved the, the creative canvas is just all blank. And I get to, you know, create, and I love that. I love, love, love it. Uh, and so I haven't done that in about a year. And so I got, um, a message from Richard um, Richard Kepler who uh, he and Marla do their show on our network uh, whoop whoop to uh, Renegade Nation uh, so he approached me and he said hey you know why don't you come on over and uh, and do a show here and I was like you know that's what I've been looking for that's uh, a place that has various shows that have male leaning hosts that talk about things that are going on, who do it intelligently, who don't shy away uh, from being real. And if they want to use the the fuck word, then they can use the fuck word. Uh, And that was pretty much it. I was like, yeah, absolutely. So that's a little bit about about me and my past career. Uh, That was a very quick version because (laughs) the stories that I have, I could fill hours and hours of this show talking about everything from boss interactions, meltdowns to groupie sex uh <laughs> to going through alcoholism uh you I mean oh you name it I it was it was it really was like kind of like being in a rock band and looking back on all of that I'm uh, blessed i guess is the right word to to, to be alive at this point because i have been through everything uh, all right when i, I you know i want to talk when, when i get back i'm going to actually start uh, some content of the show and i want to talk about donald trump we'll do that coming up next this is a kramer digital production hey
0: Are your freedoms being destroyed like free speech?
3: Shut
2: up!
0: Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it.
2: Shut up! Will you shut
0: up? Be right back. Is an internet talk show with balls. Real, real. Law. radio. The Kramer Show.
1: Renegade Nation. Thank you for listening. Um, I invite you to my website, pussifiedamerica.com, P-U-S-S-I-F-I-E-D, pussifiedamerica.com. The link should be on renegadetalkradio.com underneath the player. I want to talk about Donald Trump from last night. I, um, in order for someone to be president, there has to be some amount of diplomacy, there has to be some amount of um, being level-headed, um, and the, 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 the more I see of Donald Trump, the more I can see that it's just anger. You know, it's just that uh, every time he talks, it's just seething anger, and you know, Americans have a lot to be angry about, and I'm fine with that because um, I myself am angry. Uh, uh, you know, i I have an entire section of my website where I claim you know, we're the angry white Americans. Uh, and there's a whole reason behind that. But Donald is gonna have to at some point mellow out. I, I you know, folks, it's getting to the point now where, you know, it was funny, in the beginning, and it was interesting and entertaining, and now we're to the point where this guy might be the nominee. In fact, it's looking like he he will be. And if you take all the problems that Hillary is having, and you look at the numbers of Bernie Sanders, um, I don't know that Donald Trump won't be our next president. So he's speaking in Pensacola. The mic kind of sounds shoddy at some point, And he loses his shit.
0: $505 billion. We're going to lose that? $505 billion. And by the way, I don't like this mic. Whoever the hell bought this mic system, don't pay the son of a bitch to put it in. I'll tell you. He's, he's no, this mic is terrible. Stupid mic keeps popping. Do you hear that, George? Don't pay him. Don't pay them. You know, I believe in paying. But when somebody does a bad job, like this stupid mic, you shouldn't pay the best, (laughs) there. Terrible. Terrible. It's true. Shit. And you got to be tough with your people because they'll pay. They don't care. They'll pay. So we're not going to pay. I guarantee I'm not paying for this mic. Every, every Every two minutes I hear like, boom, boom. Anyway, I hope it's okay. I mean, he
1: just really, that's just, it shows you the pettiness of Donald Trump. That is out of control, you know, and of course he says that, and the crowd goes wild, you know, and I'm sure that the people that were in the crowd have jobs who get paid for their jobs, whether or not things go beautifully or not, whether, whether or not they have technical difficulties that are beyond their control. And I don't know who the fuck George is, but George better not pay that guy or Donald won't pay George. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Hey, we just got an email in. Yeah. Read it on the air. So it's on the uh, one down. Uh, Yeah, just send it. Okay, I see it. Uh, Email from Melissa. Kramer, enjoy the show. Will you continue to do short shows? Well, I, I, there, it's hard to figure out on online whether or not we should do maybe a 30-minute show, uh, an hour show, or, you know, like an hour and a half or two hours. I, I, I'm not really sure about that. So at this moment, I figure about 30 to 45 minutes so that the people that have... Uh, listened to what is normally on RenegadeTalkRadio.com dot com. Uh, can kind of get used to me and get used to what I talk about and how I talk about it. Um, you know, I, 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 it would be weird just to come on and do you know a two hour show. You know, so get off, get off me. How about that, you bitch? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Making friends. I want to talk about drones. Now, this is really um, interesting because my son, we got my son a drone for Christmas. And on Saturday, he and I were out flying it. And I love it. I you know, I I don't even like flying it. I just like watching him fly it cuz it's it's uh, it's so it's so fucking interesting. We were flying it in our front yard, and we flew it sideways down the 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 street into everybody else's yard, like four and five houses down. And while we're doing it, I'm thinking, well, I hope we don't piss someone off. And we're flying it like really fast. I mean, he's got it up to power, power level 100. I mean, it's just zooming. And we couldn't go further out into the street because the tree branches go over and you can't fly it up there. So that's why we were doing it. Well, there's a guy named uh, Bill Meredith, and uh, he's in Kentucky. And he's out grilling dinner for his family, and he saw a drone hovering over his land. So what he did was he grabbed his M1 Super 90 shotgun that had birdshot in it and shot that fucker right out of the sky. <laughs> he said, the only people I've heard of. Uh, heard anything negative from are liberals that don't want us having guns and people who own drones said the truck company owner now a self-described drone slayer downing the quadcopter, which had a camera was a was a way to assert his right to privacy and property now lawyers are looking into this all over the country because everybody and their brother has a drone and but the legal guys are saying that um, you are, you don't legally, uh, have the option to do something like that because people that fly drones can legally fly them on your property. Is that not fucked up or what? You know, I'm thinking if I own, you know, I, I own my house. And so there has to be some level above my house that I own. You mean to tell me I only own to the top of my roof and then that's it and anybody can invade that space ever how they see fit as long as they're flying and not touching my roof? They can fly. They can watch me. They can watch what I'm doing. They can spy on me. They can fly, you know, a camera over my home, zoom in to my, uh, my windows. Come on. I, you know, to me, that doesn't sound right, but... You know, the drones that can take off or land almost anywhere and these tech companies who are dreaming of using them to deliver pizza and beer and everything else to your front porch are sparking this debate and they say that there are gray areas in terms of how far your property rights extend. Quote, it's going to need to be addressed sooner rather than later as drones are integrated into the national airspace. And the issue is becoming more urgent as drones are crowding America's skies. The Consumer Technology Association estimated 700,000 were sold last year. And according to the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, every inch above the tip of your grass blades is the government's jurisdiction. The FAA is responsible for the safety and management of U.S. airspace from the ground up. Now, before we bought my child a drone, I looked it up and they said that every single drone should be registered with the FAA. I'm not making it up. I'm not shitting you. I wouldn't shit you. You're my favorite turd. And that plays right into the idea that the FAA is responsible for, and they own every inch above your grass line. The increase of cheap, easy to fly, remotely piloted aircraft buzzing around America's skies is becoming a nuisance. Drones have crashed into buildings, impeded efforts to fight wildfires and even landed on the grounds of the White House. That was the other day. Pretty scary stuff. I'm enjoying this, Renegade Nation. Thank you for listening. My name is Kramer.
0: The Kramer Show Podcast. What's going on in there? Have a comment? Call the voicemail 419 777 1121. This is The Kramer Show. This is simple. Join us or pursue your present Art. course and of liberation. Abl- 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 abl-